a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Dividing the rage from the reason. That is something uh, that really, really describes. Uh, former Senator Bob Dole, who just passed away yesterday, uh, the old giant of the Senate and World War II veteran, passed away yesterday. He was 98 years old, and uh, filling in for uh, Boyd Matheson today is Amy Winder Newton and uh, myself, Dave Noriega. Uh, you heard me earlier on the on the show uh, on the Dave Dujanovic show earlier today, so uh, I'm fortunate enough to to join you, Amy. But Bob Dole, uh, as he passes away, you know, I've been kind of reading up on him and, and learning more because uh, I was still fairly young uh, when he, when he was really at, at prominence as as the uh, presidential candidate uh, going against Bill Clinton back in the you know the mid nineties. Um, do you know much about Bob, or was it was he before before your time? Yeah, I mean, I don't, I I remember him and, and I see him as a statesman. Like that's kind of the, the memory I have is just seeing Bob Dole as, as a real statesman. And I'll be honest, he's part of kind of that group of senators who, um, who did know how to work together, like we had talked about previously. And so that's, to me, that says a lot. Working together, so fascinating because in 1996, when he lost the presidential election to Bill Clinton, uh, the very next year. President Clinton awarded him the Presidential Medal of Freedom. And you think about how contentious the last election was between Joe Biden and President Trump, and you think, could you imagine President Biden awarding President Trump the Presidential Medal of Freedom? I'm like, we've changed so much uh, (laughs) in the last 25 years. But we we really wanted to reach out uh, and talk more about this about about Bob Dole, um, and we we thought we'd reach out to Lou Kramer, who actually served in the uh, Reagan White House. And Lou, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, can, can you give us a little bit of an idea uh, what what your experiences and and what you remember most about Bob Dole? Thanks, Dave and Amy. Sure, good to talk to two good, wonderful uh, commentators. I loved working with Bob Dole, but you were always nervous because he was such a tough, strong. And he was a hero. I mean, he'd been, you know, several years of rehab after a terrible uh, war injury in uh, World War II. But you didn't want to have those eyes boring into you and with not doing something right. I was uh, and I loved him because he was always so honorable and you knew where he stood. May I say my job with him was 
I was one of President Reagan's uh, trade negotiators with Japan, and he, uh, Bob Dole, was the Senate Finance Committee chair. So our ultimate uh, hammer with the Japanese when we couldn't get what we needed on, whether it was autos or agriculture, whatever, saying, well, we have to go back to Senator Dole and get his approval for this, and you don't want us to have to do that, do, do you? And they'd say, uh, let's talk some more about these trade deals. So a classy man in every way. Um, That's so great. I, I, it is, Amy. And uh, I, I got to know him also because the late Richard Richards, you may remember, who was the, the GOP's uh, chairman for Utah and then later for uh, President Reagan, was very close to him. They both worked for the Republican National uh, Committee, and I was good friends with Dick Richards. And so that was another in I had. But it was always an honor to work with a war hero who was a patriot. And Dave, you're absolutely right. He was somebody who could get things done together. And that was a, it was a good time to be in Washington. And uh, I, those memories keep me alive, uh, keep me going. After 80 years, you know, impeccable timing. 80 years tomorrow, uh, Pearl Harbor, World War II began, and he was a war hero. It's so incredible. What, what do you see as some of his biggest accomplishments when he served in the Senate? Well, for one thing, he brought civility and order to the Senate. He was a gentleman on both sides. Uh, I'm a, I worked at the Reagan White House, so you can guess my politics, but he brought the group together that defeated uh, Bill Clinton's health care plan, which would have been a, a challenge uh, if it had been implemented. Uh, he, he really did make things happen. We always called him leader because he was the Republican leader for majority leader for quite a while. And then the Senate uh, leader in so many ways. So that uh, leader was a title of respect because not only did he have that political title, he also had that personal title. And by the way, one of these other great, and Amy, you particularly, I have the highest regard for all you've done. His wife uh, was Liddy, is Liddy Dole, uh, who was cabinet secretary, secretary of transportation, secretary of labor, uh, later United States senator from North Carolina. One of the finest women politicians outside of Utah of our generation and uh, in fact, the book written about him was called Unlimited Partners. They were the ultimate power couple in Washington, D.C. And when Senator Dole, Robert, couldn't get things done, uh, his wonderful wife, Liddy, often did because of her, her grace and charm and everything else. So um, the bipartisanship that he showed is a bygone era, and we really do miss it. Boyd Matheson just uh, conducted an interview with former Senator Jeff Flake, and they were talking about uh, the, the continuing resolutions and passing uh, the spending yeah. bills in Congress and, and said the last time it had, it had been done correctly was back in 1997. Those are the Bob Dole <laughs> years. I mean, uh, he didn't put up with things like lawmakers refusing to pass the federal spending, did he? Uh, Dave, absolutely right. Uh, you didn't mess with Bob Dole. He was a leader with power, and he made sense, too. He was a Kansan. You know, my father was a Kansan, Midwestern. They have those values and integrity, and let's get things done. Uh, he had that, and he had all kinds of credibility. As a war hero, you know, nothing scared Bob Dole, for heaven's sakes, you know. He, he couldn't use his right arm for most of his life because of his war injuries. He was unflappable and integrity was his middle name so that's why he was trusted uh we miss him we miss him now then we miss him now well lou kramer thank you so much for joining us was a white house fellow working for ronald reagan 
and later served as the Director General of the U.S. and Foreign Commercial Services. Uh, he currently serves as a CEO of Collier's International Utah. Uh, Lou, thank you so much uh, for taking us down memory lane. And, and for somebody that was still pretty young when, when Bob Dole ran for president, uh, I love hearing the insight and and really what a, a remarkable man he was. Uh, and right now you, you'll see that until Thursday we'll be flying flags at half staff, and that will be in memory of Bob Dole, who passed away at the age of 98 yesterday. All right. Now, uh, when we come back, there's drama brewing between the Salt Lake City Council and Mayor Jenny Wilson. We'll break down what's happening next when they tried to trim up the budget a little bit. Didn't go over super well. We'll hear from uh, Amy Winder-Newton next and what they were thinking. And is it the right move? It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.